Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Uh, just up top, there's a bit of a preamble. There's time codes, as always, if you do want to skip over the bit where Claire's like, oh, I can't go to a wedding and I'm not caught in a bear trap. That will all make sense in the context of the podcast if you listen to it. <laughs> skip over it won't, but you're allowed to do that and skip to the suggestions. Hello, James. You didn't do your blingity blong blong blong. Bong bing. Oh, you're sad because you're missing out on your best friend's wedding. Yeah, I have no bongs or bings left. I got oh. zero bongs or bings. If you've got a bong or a bing that you can lend Claire, <laughs> please email in at suggestiblepod at gmail.com. Because uh, you're, you're, you're a bit down the dumps because your best friend's getting married this weekend. Was... We have been subjected to a Victorian statewide lockdown. As a result of some uh, some outbreaks of the coronavirus, not a different no, outbreak. Yeah, a monkey didn't bite a whatever happened in the movie I outbreak. <laughs> and this is yeah, about we're we're coming out of lockdown, but it's on Friday, but it's a little too late, isn't it? It would for say. me to fly to get to the wedding by Sunday. Look, I've been I've been contemplating going Thelma and Louise style in off a, a car. Yeah, off a cliff. <laughs> Yes, off a cliff, but also just, you know, driving over the border secretly, but I can't. Could you make it now? If you left now, would you be able to make it in a couple of days? Technically, I Google maps it and it's like <laughs> 35 hours. So you could do it. That's a two-day <laughs> trip. If you drove solidly. If I didn't you're sleep. you 16 and a half, six, 17 hours a day, sorry. Correct. You could do it. And if, like bearing in mind, it's like right through the middle of Australia, which is all desert. Yeah. Uh, and there's like – I. Very little petrol stations and all the things. Also, there's border checkpoints everywhere. Yes, but that being said, up that middle, up that road, yeah, it goes straight up to Darwin. You can go like two hundred the entire way. That's true. It'd be safe. It'd be good. I'd be emotional. Yeah, I'd be safe. Definitely people just lose driving them, up yeah, there. People lose their minds on that road because it's just like, have you done it? Did have you done that? Yeah, road? I've done the Gan, yeah. which is this car, this car, this train that goes up the centre of Australia, which yeah. followed. The track, just a little Australian trivia for you. Before the train was there delivering goods from, you know, the main cities of Melbourne and Sydney to or Melbourne and Adelaide mm. all the way up the middle, there was uh, a whole lot of Afghani people who came yeah, with right. their camels and rode camels up to deliver goods to Darwin. Mm. Uh, yeah, and now it's, there's a train instead. It's called the GAN. And I did it and it was real fun. And also... Trivia side note to that story, um, one of the most uh, problematic creatures, like feral creatures that live in Australia, are actually camels. Yes. There's just like thousands and thousands of wild camels that will set free by the Afghanis once the train became established, Mm. who are now just loving themselves sick in the giant desert in the centre of Australia and causing havoc. They're having Thanks. a great time up there. They're bloody causing habit, but they're having a great time. Mm. Are okay. they one hump or two hump camels? 
I think they're all called Alice and they have two humps. That's interesting. Alice know. the camel has two humps. Alice the camel has a big bog wing. I found oh my, my bog. I found my big bog. She must big have bog, felt the good vibes people sent your way. Now, this, this is a show is called Suggestible. We suggest things. We say, hey, we watch this thing and we think maybe it might be worth watching. Sometimes we give a negative recommendation, but not often. But it's not a positive usually. show. We're positive. Filled with bright light and sunshine. Oh, God. Which is why I don't like it. <laughs> James is taking on my role this week because he knows I'm seriously lacking in the positivity department. Mm. I've been mooching around the house like a big old mooch. It's true. I've been friends with my beautiful friend for 20 years. 20 years. Yeah. And, we, and she was my bridesmaid and she was there when I got married. I guess some bloke. <laughs> I don't like anyone as much as you like your friend who's getting married. No, I'm like, I just, I really, it is so cruel. And, and you've I, missed a few weddings as well. I've I missed think that's a the other, few. That's the other yeah. thing. I've missed a few of my really good friends' out, weddings. Like, out, out of your hands as well. Yes. Every time, yeah. Exactly. It's the fourth wedding that's been out yes, of your hands. Yes, it is missed. actually. Yeah. And it just breaks my bloody heart. I, also, I bloody love a wedding. I'm bloody, I'm made for weddings, mate. I love dancing. I love singing. I love eating. I love love. I love love a lot. I love the most. Interesting. I've got so much positivity. I'm a joy at a wedding. I get into everything. I love every event, every little thing about it. And I know some of it, you know, is probably like problematic and all the traditions, but I bloody love all ah, of it. It's just a party, I cry mate. during it, the speeches. I laugh during the speeches. I cry during the vows. I don't say, short. I don't heckle. Keep them short. Keep the vows short. Keep the speeches short. Correct. Move it I'll along. do a shot with you at a wedding if you like. Fuck yeah. I will do a dance move on the dance floor. I will try and catch the bouquet, even though that is a very problematic tradition and we should <laughs> Get, put it in the bin. I'll still bloody You're do it. You're not allowed to catch the bouquet anymore. As a yeah. married I know, woman, how ridiculous. it it's falls so... to the desperate and the dateless to catch the bouquet. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. And then everyone laughs and points at everybody. And it's goes, just... look at these losers. It's so It's the same stupid. with the garter, with the, the oh, single yeah, man so catching the garter. It's weird. very creepy. Anyway, but I'm there for all of it. I bloody love it. I love seeing like your drunk uncle who's a little bit inappropriate and kind nah, of he odd. sucks. But I still love it. I love that guy. I love the nanas. I love the nanas. I, I love the, the de- terrible DJ if you get a terrible DJ or the great band if you get a great oh band. Oh, my God. You know what I love about the nanas? They're sitting there and they're like, my husband's dead. <laughs> you're like, yeah, nana, you're 100, but it's good to be here. Do you know what? When I'm a nana, I'm going to be doing shots and dancing on the dance floor. No, you won't. Because you you'll be an... dead and I'll be happy. <laughs> oh, my God. This is dark. I'm going to need some of your bing bongs, people, because that one hurt. I'm sorry. Anywho, so I know that in the scheme of the painful things that have happened to people during this godforsaking fucking two years of trauma. Like the death. Yes, exactly. Death, and people who sickness, lost their jobs illness, and bankruptcy. Exactly. There's like a sure. thousand things that are worse than the thing that I'm going through. And I do know that. And I'm really sorry. And I see you. And I'm so sorry for everybody's situations. However, I said this in my newsletter and I stand by it. Just because your pain is not at the same level as someone else's doesn't mean that you can't still feel it and acknowledge it. Agreed. Even if it's literally just that you're homeschooling and trying to work, like homeschooling kids and trying to work. Because there's some people who are homeschooling and trying to work and they missed a wedding and their foot is caught in a bear trap. (laughs) There's always somebody who's caught in a bear trap. You know what I mean? But that's okay. It doesn't mean that your lack of being caught in a bear trap is not valid. How big is is a bear trap? Catch a bear. So like a person size? No, no, it'd be like... Is it like a person size mousetrap with a... Yeah, it's probably like that. Like that, that big. Okay, no one can see. It's an audio medium. Yeah. 
He's making some kind of weird like beginning big, of oval. the MCA. It's a big oval. YMCA song. It's a big oval. Oh, it's a big oval. And you just stand in the middle of it. Yeah. Snap is, it is it just that one like sharp teeth thing? Yeah. So it, it just chops their head There was head like off? that one in a quiet ah. place, but that was a smaller one. I think that was for like a coyote or oh, something okay. like that. Yeah. All right. So it's not like a... And a rabbit trap's like a little like a little one. Are you joking about this? About which parts? The bear trap. No, they're real. God, you would have to be it would be so big to catch a bear. Yeah, well, it's, it's not, not its leg. Is it trying to go through its torso? Well, it's, the idea is that like it in like it captures it and it can't move. And even oh if it does God. get out, it's injured and it'll die regardless. Well, that's the most depressing thing I've ever heard. I was cheering up. My bing bongs have all escaped. You're all over the place, mate. You're gonna need those. Look, they've just floated away into the air. We should do the preamble. Have fun uh, uh, editing that noise. That I, I will. Just made. I'm editing this one because Collins <laughs> is working on the Loki and I'm recap. I'm too sad. <laughs> Right, cool. Can I go first? I would love you to go first. All right. So uh, bearing in mind, if you've skipped ahead, I am miserable and I'm missing my friend's wedding. And so I thought I would recommend a series about four miserable people called Life mm. on the BBC. Let me tell you what it's about. So it's on the BBC. It's a oh. British drama oh um, written by Mike Bartlett. And it was first broadcast in September 2020. It follows the residents of four flats who live in a converted Victorian house, an ensemble cast led by Alison The residents Stedman. of four flats? Yeah. So it's a Victorian house that's been converted into four apartments, basically. Okay. So they all so there's like four different apartments with people living in them. But it's in the one building. But it's in the yeah. one building. Yeah, exactly. So they're all kind of because of that, they see each other all the time. Are they like my shower's out? We stop using the hot water. No, no, it's not like nah. that. It's more like their lives kind of intertwine. Their lives are intertwined. With drama. So Alison Stedman, who I love, who is in Pride and Prejudice. Um, mm, is she Pride or Prejudice? She actually plays Mrs. Bennett, oh. Elizabeth's mother in oh. Pride and Prejudice, and she's so good in it. She's also in Gavin and Stacey and Orphan Black. Is she Gavin or Stacey? Is she, she Orphan or Black? Neither. I'm loving <laughs> these jokes. so annoying. Um, and Peter Davidson, um, who was Doctor, Doctor Who, Who in yeah. 1994. Now, those two are really great together. They're a married, a married couple who have been married for like 50 years, and at their anniversary, she kind of, you know, just beforehand, she stumbles into an old friend who then sees her with her husband and thinks to herself, mm. what is going on? Why does he treat her the way she does? And I'm very surprised that you've turned out the way you were because we went to school together and you were like the life of the party and a rebel and really out there and confident and great and you seem very meek and timid and shy and, and not yourself. Brutal. And it, she suddenly realises that she spent 50 years being slowly worn down by her husband um. who just constantly undermines her, undermines her ability, wants her to be this kind of meek, mild housewife, and that's what she's become. So she has two adult children as well who all see her like that. And so it's kind of swiftly – it starts there and then she sort of has this sudden realisation that her whole life in a way has been, I know, just not a waste, but just that um, – Not her own. She, not her own, yeah. She's not lived a life that she thought that she would – and it, that was true to herself – she tries to wake or break away, but this is a spoiler. Just before she does, she <laughs> finds out her husband's been diagnosed with cancer. Oh, brutal! Yeah, and just before he tells her that, he she finds out trap. he had Sorry. an he had an affair like oh. twenty years ago with one of their friends. So it's sort of, and he says it in such a like condescending kind of brash way because he's used to her being this meek, mild, unopinionated person. Yeah, yes. and so that's a really interesting relationship to kind of watch unravel and watch her kind of. The realization of that relationship dawn on her so and like her adult children. All the yeah, and kind yeah. of 
suddenly realising that the person that she was isn't the person she's become and she's been miserable for 40 years. Right. But she's just kind of put up with it. And I think that's actually quite a true story for some women. Oh, yeah. Where they just become wife and mother, not that those are bad things at all, but that they lose their identity and their identity just becomes that person in the family and they don't think about their own wants or needs. They just put their family and their husband first. So she's basically done his washing, cooked his meals, raised his kids for 40 years while he's had a profession and he's slowly worn her down. Anyway, so that's quite heartbreaking. But she's a great character and it's interesting. Melissa Johns and Adrian Lester also star with Victoria Hamilton um, reprising her role as Anna Baker, now known as Belle Stone. Um, and she's from Bartlett's series, Dr. Foster. So Anna Barker is, is, well, Belle Stone is quite an interesting character. She's kind of an alcoholic. She has a sister who's got severe mental illness and she's just come out of a divorce. And so there's some really great scenes in there where she's talking to her ex-husband who's played by Adam James. So and would, we, would I know him? Yeah, you would if you saw him. He's British. I, yes, he is British. And, yeah, he was from in Dr. Foster as well. Right. He's just – they've got great chemistry and the way that she's kind of still in love with him even though he's treated her so terribly and he announces very quickly that he's getting married to a new person mm. and, she, and how she navigates that and her drinking, all those things. Yeah, and there's also a storyline that Adrian Lester plays. His wife has passed away and so he kind of plays – um, a widow. Anyway, so there's sort of a lot of intertwining stories, but it's just been really, really great. And I really enjoyed it oh, a lot. Victoria Hamilton actually was also in the Pride and Prejudice 90 series as, um, as Mrs. Forster. And she played the Queen Mother in The Crown. Oh. Just a side note. Anyway, I just really enjoyed it. The acting's really brilliant. Is it done? Is it like... Yeah, it's just a complete series. What's it on? Six episodes. It's on BBC iPlayer. So I actually use my VPN, ExpressVPN, and I could just watch it for free. So it was great. Great. Okay, good. Good. Is that our ad for this week? Uh, Yeah. Perfect. (laughs) We'll get to it. I just want to quickly stay, say, on... uh, So Peter, Pete Davids, what's his name? The... Oh, Peter Davidson. Peter Davidson. He played Doctor Who. His daughter was in Doctor Who, the same series as David Tennant. And she ended up playing a clone of him and played the Doctor's daughter in an episode. Whoa. She was a clone of him and or from his genetic DNA or whatever. And then in real life, they got married. So they're married. So David Tennant married Doctor Who's daughter also played his daughter in Doctor Who. My God, that is such a mind yeah. trick. They're not related. No, because for a minute I thought she married her dad and I was thinking, what are you talking about? That is so interesting. I yeah. didn't know that. There you go. Oh, they, and David Tennant is so lovely. I love his And podcast. they got like four or five kids. I can't remember. they got a bunch of kids. Yeah, they together. do. Yeah. Listening to his podcast, it gives you a real sense that he's a nice bloke. I love David Tennant. I'm no, all about it. he's bloody lovely. He's my favourite Doctor Who. <laughs> and yes, that's what I call him, Doctor Who. Whenever you say Doctor Who, people are like, it's actually, he's actually called the Doctor. He's not called, shut up. Fucking Doctor Who nerds. <laughs> anyway, I do love David Tennant too. All right, your turn. I think this is the perfect opportunity I might just talk about briefly. I read this a while back on your recommendation, but I think it works into this. I read uh, I Give My Marriage a Year by Holly Wainwright, <gasps> which you've talked about before. And essentially, uh, I, know, I don't want to talk about it too much because you've already talked about it, but Lou and Josh have been together for 14 years. They share two kids and, kids and mortgage careers and plenty of history. Now, after a particularly fraught Christmas, Lou is ready to ask herself, is this a marriage this marriage worth hanging on to? So I'd basically, again, I'm not talking to you because you've seen this. I'm talking to the <laughs> listeners who might not have 
heard this uh, heard this before. But it basically cuts between the two characters as the marriage is falling apart. She's got it in her mind that she's going to give it one year to see what happens, but he doesn't know that initially. So it's like he's jumping through these hoops that he doesn't even know that are kind of been put in place for him. He knows something's wrong. But what I think it does a really good job of is fleshing out like the flaws of each character. So you can you kind of feel. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Sympathy for both, and they and they both have made mistakes and like continue to make mistakes throughout the book. But it's really great. It was really interesting and really heartbreaking. And it kind of, I guess, what I got out of it, which I think is is true of like all relationships that are worth keeping, it's about like building a life together and working together and constantly communicating and working on things like as a family or as a couple or you know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah, again, I don't want to go on about it too much because you've already talked about it at length. But I loved it. I thought it was really, really great and really heartwarming and also tragic and sad. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad you loved it and thank mm. you for reading it. You you don't often read my recommendations. It's I true. I really appreciate that you did. Well, because if you recommend it on the show, I'm like, well, I can't talk about it, so there's no point in <laughs> yeah, me reading know, that's what it. It's just wasted content. <laughs> that's what happens to me with your recommendations a lot. I yeah. know. I think, oh, but I can't talk about it now. I know but I think we should do that. If one other person watches or reads a thing, I think mm. we should come back to it, though, and and talk, talk about, about it. it. Yeah. Totally. And that's so interesting to me. I loved hearing your op- opinion on that mm. because I did. I thought that book was such, especially if you're in a couple, both of you reading it, I think it would lead to a really interesting discussion yeah. about the whole thing. Well, who did you side with more? Did you have someone well, you sided it's, with It's more? funny because it, it goes back and forth because they've both like done things and – there's moments where, like, I found it really unfair when she his marriage is, like, coming to an end and he doesn't know and she's putting these tasks out for him. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't even know that they're kind of in front of him. And I'm like, well, that's really unfair. But then, you like, you find out more about their relationship and things that he's done, you know, and the sacrifices that she's made, you know, with them. And then you find out, like, one of them had an affair and all these other things kind of going on. So it really kind of goes back and forth. So I, I don't really think it's about picking a side so much as kind of understanding perspectives. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I was never like, oh, fuck this person or whatever. They, mm. they should just burn burn this all down. It's written in a way where it's, it feels very balanced. And I could also see like where you could come at it from if one of them, you know, you could, I could, you could see like, well, that person's having an affair, so that would be it. I can also understand, you know, that side of things as well because you know that's often an unforgivable kind of act in a relationship you know but I I think it does a a really excellent job and I think also the because they've got kids and a mortgage it it kind of changes the dynamic because you're a bit younger and then something happens you can just be like I mean it still sucks but you can kind of pack it all in and it's a little bit easier to to separate but once you're like you've built a life together you could so much harder to untangle that you know 
Yeah, yeah. completely. And it's not just like financially, it's like emotionally, like, mm. do you know what I mean? It's all these other Yeah, and mm, I think what's interesting about that too um, is that Alison Stedman's character in this in her sort of, I'd say she's in her 70s maybe, mm. it's interesting because they, they kind of walk that line as well because initially you're totally on her side about it all. Yeah. And even though he's dying of cancer, you still think, well, she's sacrificed her entire life, he treats her horribly. Yeah. Why can't he just let her be herself? And... And she, she deserves to just go and build her own life mm. outside of him and being this kind of servant to him and her family. Yeah. But as the series goes on, it kind of starts to explore the fact that she had a role to play in that. And I think there's something in the book about that too, mm. that um, I give my marriage a year, that both of you have a role to play. So she did also allow that to happen to her. Yeah. You know, she didn't actively... Which sounds like... Victim blaming. It does, as well. and it's not victim yeah, yeah, blaming yeah. though. In that, I know he, but it, because I think, that, and this is the complexity of relationships, he's not abusive. He's not controlling in a way that's really hurtful and damaging and like physically and emotionally violent. Mm. It's more his digs are more just that he constantly makes fun of her yeah, and right. just like kind of undermines her. Yeah. But in this way, where he didn't even think he was being malicious, he was just kind of subconsciously shaping her into this like doctor's wife that he yeah, wanted right. her to be. It's like water over a rock. Yeah, you know, like exactly. A, and he wasn't conscious of it either, which is why they have these really interesting discussions where she tells him and he can't see it. And then his son doesn't notice it, but her da- his daughter immediately does go, yeah, well, we just thought your parents are weird and you guys are weird, but that you love each other even though you yeah. speak to her horribly. <laughs> You know, and yeah. that's kind of – and, like, friends around them were kind of said, yeah, you do do that to her. But he hadn't noticed either. Yeah. And so it's Do they explore why he does that or – A little bit. It, it seems he that he it? wants her to be this particular person because he's a they, – they explore the main reason for it being his pride. Right. He's, like, a really proud man who can't admit when he's wrong and almost was, was insecure – and didn't want her to have her own life outside right, of, okay. of his life and their world and their kids because that would be threatening to him. He didn't want yeah. to lose her. He wanted her just for himself, I guess. Yeah, okay, yeah. And also maybe he was a doctor, he had a busy life and he wanted, you know, someone that would take care of everything at home for him mm. so he could go and have this long career and this like very well-standing, you know, long professional career and take her to all the dinners and, mm. you know, um, but it's interesting because then they explore that the the affair that he has is a symptom because she was boring. Right, And it's okay. because she – and it's not that it's her fault. It's that through a lot of things happening, it happens to women so often and men too, but I think more so to women becoming a mother and, and choices narrowing, you can lose yourself for a lot of different reasons. And so it was – yeah, I just find that really interesting because when you explore the – the juxtaposition of those two books because the characters in that book are what kind of in their 40s yeah like early 40s early 40s so you can see how she could have gone down that path where she just becomes bitter and resentful and gives up in a way and that's kind of where Alison Stedman's character had got to she was so miserable she didn't even notice anymore yeah because she puts aside a bunch of her stuff because he wants to be like a musician yeah but in doing so like and he never really goes for that yeah, probably. Yeah, and so yeah. she's kind of resentful that like she gave up all this stuff so he could do this thing, and he just and he didn't do it. Or yeah, he didn't do it successfully enough, I guess. Yeah, yeah, which I could totally like understand. It's like you give it up, and for what? You know what I mean? You've just 
sacrificed yeah. like years of your life for, for nothing essentially yeah yeah, yeah exactly mm-hmm. so no it's a really it's really interesting and I, th- I think it's a really good reminder that relationships are really complicated and that it's not always about the perfect person it's about you building a life together that works mm. for both of you yeah um, and and that's what they say particularly for women marrying the right partner can make all the difference to how your life turns out career-wise which is kind of brutal but mm. is often true if you don't marry someone who is supportive of you and wants you to have your own life and your own career then women don't yeah basically it's and it, not always but often that's what happens mm. the domestic load just falls completely to women and then and for and some women are really happy with that too oh, totally not, if that's what every relationship is different yeah. but yeah that is kind of some of the overwhelming research done by Annabelle Crabb and others that you really do have to – and it's the same for blokes as well. You have to marry the right person, mm. you know, and see yourselves as equal partners and in building a life together. Mm. Oh, mate, this is complicated. Speaking <laughs> of, are you ready to talk about your new podcast? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So um, now <laughs> I'm a bit nervous about it. Next Tuesday, the 15th of June. It's I'm coming really, up. It's coming up. My first episode is dropping of Taunts. It's a podcast all about our mental health, our inner critic, our emotions, um, how we think and feel in our head and how that impacts our life. I want to talk more about um, the stories we're told as kids and how they tell what they've told us about who we can and should be. Yeah. And I'm just going to interview a really interesting human who's been in through a thing or made a thing or done a thing uh, or has some expertise in this kind of area that I think can help us all because we're living in such a weird time right I think we're all living at home and the consequence of that is also living in our heads even more yeah and there's so much about how we talk to ourselves about ourselves (laughs) if that makes sense that is so important to unpack because I think that's where everything starts from yeah absolutely yeah. Anyway, it's really great. I've uh, I've listened to two of the three episodes you've recorded, and it's really terrific. And there is a trailer for it. Is that right? Is that up yet? Is that, it is. Has that up. been cleared? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's all up there. So Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you can subscribe. It would be great. If I'm going to do it right oh, now. Thanks, mate. So you can go there and subscribe. There's a little trailer there with a teaser of a couple of the episodes um, and a little Ooh. message from me. And if you subscribe then, you'll get the first episode fresh and ready for your ears. And free? And free. And also you might sneakily There notice. it is. There it is. It's right there. Me with my face. Oh, that's so Eating great. The cord. <laughs> I like how you did the Planet Broadcasting logo, the same colour as the font. This is a re- I know you spent a lot of time on the logo. It's really good. Thanks, mate. Well, it. look, Emma Hackett did the logo design. Anna Robinson took my photo. Hilary Holmes did my makeup and my hair. So look, it out. was a whole collab. Yeah, it takes a village, mate. Nobody really? looks that, that good. Given that a five stars because I know because I've already listened to it. If people could subscribe, that would be – we'll talk more about it next week. And, but, yeah, yeah, that's thank really you. cool. It makes a massive difference. And actually, there's a little message from me sneakily in the suggestible feed. It came out today. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know you'd hijacked this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I did. I snuck a little one in. So if, so if you've got keen little eyeballs, you might have already seen that there's a little sneaky trailer from me in the feed. Terrific, terrific, Yes, terrific. so I would so love you to subscribe to that. It comes out every Mate, Do you want me to put the trailer at the end of this? Yeah, why not? That'd there be cool. Yeah, cool. You can do that too. Put it put it everywhere, mate. Get your get your promos in. Get your promos in. Also, if it's not for you, that's cool too. It's not for you. Shut your mouth. <laughs> none of your business then. None of your business. 
Anywho, cool, my cool. first episode is with a very good friend of mine, Jimmy Larisby, who has a doozy of a story. So she really does. She really yeah. does. She's had a life. I interviewed her for Just Make the Thing, and her life completely changed. It's been a wild ride. For it's that been was a wild ride. F- three or four years ago that you. Yeah, yeah, a long that's, time. That's when you guys met. Now we're all friends. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so she's uh, on our first episode, yep. and um, you I got hope some really you interesting like guests it. coming up as well. Yeah, thanks. Uh, if you don't mind me saying so. Thank you. Every no Tuesday. more spoilers. Cool. But, Should, um, that's yeah. right. Should we do some uh, – some? well, look, I was going to say, you can actually review this show in addition to Taunts. I've got one here. You can just do it in an app. You open it up and you go, Where's, where do I review it? <laughs> and then you find it and then you can do it. This is from George who says, A shrekingly good time. Listen to the show. It's great. That's five stars from George. A shrekingly good time. That's a call back to the Weekly Planet podcast, my more successful podcast. Where uh, I wouldn't know. Don't listen. Well, <laughs> basically, yes, that's true. You don't. Which you were on recently, though. You came on to talk yeah, about. Um, did we talk about uh, a quiet place? Got a, a quiet place too. Yeah, that was. Uh, but we talked about that last week. But um, yeah, Mason has this uh, hatred of like people who write pull quotes that clearly are there just to get in the. Like a yeah. play or a movie, and like so, like there's a Shrek musical, and it'll be like, so and so says a Shrekingly good time, but it's like it's not a <laughs> word, like it doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> They've just said it so it can get on the side of a bus or whatever. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. what does that even mean? Is Shrekingly good or like bad? Shriekingly good? I don't know. I don't know either. Um, just before I do my little uh, email that you can email the showing with a suggestible, I just have a few tiny little things that I wanted to remind people of. Mayor of Easttown with Kate Winslet. I finished the finale. Oh, i got to watch that. Oh, mate. It's so good. It gets even better. It's bloody brilliant. And she is awesome. And also what I love about it is that Kate Winslet asks them to take to not Photoshop her. Because in all of the posters, they'd like smoothed some wrinkles and taken oh, out yeah. belly fat and done a whole lot of things. And she's like, no, bloody let me look like I actually look. So that is excellent. Good on you, bloody Kate Winslet. Got the bags um, under the eyes. Correct. Yeah, it's, she's so good at it. The Bold Type, um, which oh, yeah. I also love, has a new season that's come out, episode one and two. Watch them both. Brilliant. There's new episodes of Trying as well, there which are. is a show we We're talked about recently. Moment, yeah. um, that's on Disney, no, Apple. 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 Yeah. And it's just beautiful and it's about um, to a couple who are trying to adopt. Some good stuff and on it, that. Yes, it's a fucking yeah. horrible app. It is, but, but that show is really yeah, good. Yeah, but it, I can never find anything on it. Oh, I know, yeah. it's a nightmare. But that show is worth uh, trying I'm to navigate I'm working my for. way through For All Mankind at the moment on that, which I love. And yeah. I will talk about that uh, probably next week or week right, after. Right, excellent. Yeah. I should watch that, except now you've talked about it, so do will I? Who knows? I'm not going to watch um, Mayor of Easttown. <laughs> no, and the other thing that's got another season, this is just a little uh, smattering of extra seasons of stuff I've already talked about before. Um, the second season of Feel Good with Mae Martin, the comedian, is out on Netflix. Oh, yeah, you loved that. Yeah, yeah I loved that. I've previously talked about Feel Good. It's so gorgeous. Um, it's kind of autobiographical of Mae Martin's life, but sort of heightened, I guess, and, sure. and the slightly different story it's just so good and the second season is on there now lisa kudrow plays her mother in it is she not in the first Phoebe season from friends no she is okay in both seasons and the second season is just as good should we talk at length about the friends reunion again oh god why did we talk about that for so long last week we weren't even yeah, i didn't even have to. notes on it because i thought you wouldn't want to talk about it and i hadn't even seen it people have been talking about it heaps and i've thought about it a lot more than i should have well what is that it's the aging thing that's what it is. I don't think that's the only. I think it's just a very, still a very popular show. Yeah. It's so a when a thing happens, show. people are like, "Look at this thing that happened." Or whatever. And it's also kind of about your childhood as well, or your like youth. 
know, mm. I don't know. Yeah, it's just, it's so, and now I've fallen down a rabbit hole of watching Courtney Cox play the piano on, <laughs> on her Instagram. My goodness. I think there's a version of her with like Elton John. Then she's doing a dance with Ed, what's his face? Sharon? Sheeran, yeah. Edward Maguire. Edward Maguire. And the dance was not very good. Well, she, she was in the Bruce Springsteen yeah, film clip. Yeah, she was. I know, was she doing that she dance? Did a, no, she did the dance that she does with Ross on the dance floor. You know the episode where they do their dance routine? Well, it's the bloody best. Okay. Anyway, she does it with Ed Sheeran. Not as good. Anyway. Well, no. <laughs> I still have love Ed watching. Sheeran's the James Corden of music. Always inserting himself into things. No, I still like Ed Sheeran. <laughs> like He's Ed in Sheeran Game of Thrones. Too. He's in Bridget Jones, the third one. He's in other things. He's in other things. He does pop up quite a bit. He loves yeah. just doing a cameo. That I don't, actually I don't mind him. He seems nice. Yeah, I think so too. All right. Okay. Um, so if you would have a suggestible, you can email it in to suggestiblepod at gmail.com. Just like Zachary has. Hello, Claire and James. I'm Are we doing Zach- audio ones as well? Because i got my headphones in. Oh, I can do an audio one. No, no. no that, that's, I'll take them out. Oh, I'll save that for next save week. For next week, yeah. I'm Zach. I'm from a small town in Kansas, USA, and I'm a massive fan of the pod. While I mainly tune in for your Ooh. wonderful suggestions, some of my favorite parts of the pod are when you dive into issues, whether it's topics about the environment or introspective issues. I love hearing your take and thoughts. Your podcast is helping me get through the daily stress of college, and I'm very grateful. Much love from the great state of Kansas. We're grateful for you, Zachary. And question for Zachary and those out there. How great is the state of Kansas? Where does it rank? Let us know. We'll do a poll. We'll do a poll on the suggestible and then we'll suggest Twitter to you feed. Which one you should go to. You know what I would state I would like to go to. State of bloody uh, undress, am I right, fellas? <laughs> My bloody right, boys. Oh. Oh, I was going to take it down to State the of depression? Northern Territory where I would like to go to see the wedding of my friend. That's up. Also, That's it's not up. a state. It's a territory. But All it's right. a good joke. Your joke is as good, <laughs> if not better, than my terrific joke. All right. Pipe down there, Chachi. Jesus. Anyway, that's the end of the show. It is. We made it. We did it. Uh, Enjoy. Yeah. Thanks to Collings. For not editing this No, he's episode. not editing it, but thank you to Collins because he's editing the Loki videos, which is much harder. Oh, So, super like, hard. he may not have done this, but he was doing a much more he difficult thing. He is editing up a storm over there. Thank and you And we to, appreciate to that guy yeah. on every level. Yeah, that'll be out by now, that Loki review, probably, if people are interested. It's a good show. You should watch it. You won't watch it. It's a good show. <laughs> cool. Excellent. You bloody love it. Mm, it's good. You do. You would. You love, you love that Also, Loki. I love it because they might be sending me a... They're like, do you want a Loki care package? I'm like, fuck yeah, send me that. What the hell would that be? Don't would that be yet. like that weird thing we got on Valentine's Day? That was that weird. It was like a giant white chocolate, chocolate heart love heart filled with, filled with like weird candy. Yeah, it was so weird. With a hammer and then roses all around. Yeah. black. We're covered in black sticky stuff. Because it was from that show, WandaVision. WandaVision yeah. And so they did, like, had these beautiful roses in a love heart shape, but they painted them black. Didn't enjoy it. Actually, I kind of did. It was fun I to I ate a lot of that it. chocolate. But that's why I gave that show a good review and no other reason. Because of that weird thing they sent us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Some of the perks. Some of the perks of being a mid-tier influencer. <laughs> I, you know what? Another of my friends does this kind of stuff and gets sent all these lovely skincare lotions. Who's and that? Stuff. Jamila. Oh yeah. Gets like face care and makeup and cool jumpers and head scarves and all kinds of cool move, stuff. You got to get your profile up there. That's what you got to do. You got to no. move in those circles. None of these nerd circles. You just get a bunch of like <laughs> Funko Pops. You need to move in. You need to move in different circles. I know, but I don't want to do any of that stuff. I'm not good with that stuff. Well, then you can't complain. <laughs> Remember we went around and she was like, "Here's a giant." box of makeup that I've yes, got. Yes, I was, was like, the, what the hell? And it's hell? like, 
tens of thousands of dollars of stuff, <laughs> what would seem. Like, we're looking up the price of things. It's like, oh, my God, this face cream is worth like $400. I know. She just gets sent all this amazing, delicious stuff, and she's very generous. And yeah, she is. That's yeah. lovely. Anyway, that's it. All right, let's get that's out it. of here. Okay, bye. Bye. I feel like there's a lot of pressure that's internalised pressure that comes from being a woman in this point in history and knowing I have choices and opportunities my mum never had and that my grandmothers certainly never had and that my great-grandmothers couldn't have dreamed of. And so I sort of feel this sense of obligation to take them all (laughs) at once (laughs) and then end up crying. I, I remember standing in the wings and watching the audience filing in and I could see him sitting in the crowd and I thought, oh, no, because he was going to see me be funny and I figured that would be a, a turn-off. That inner critic was by far the hardest part of the whole process and if anyone had a trick to turning that inner critic off, I would because the good writing happens when you put her to the side. Hello, it's me. I'm Claire Shanti and this is Taunts, a podcast about what's going on in our heads, about our inner critic, about what we think about ourselves and why we talk to ourselves the way we do, about our patterns of behaviour, about our creativity and how to get it out there. I think we're just living in such a strange time And so I want to take a little bit of your time once a week to delve into it all, to look at womanhood, to look at the stories that we've been told as kids and why we ended up the way that we have. And hopefully that might help just a little bit. I'm going to bring you a chat with a really interesting human who's made something or done something or been through something that I think will help us to learn. So subscribe wherever you get your podcast from and I'll see you every Tuesday right here. All right. Love to you. Bye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want, it's up to you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.